Welcome back to Lightshed Research, a podcast that puts our research notes in your ears for your listening convenience. May 17th, 2021. Zaslov conquers the throne. Five main implications for the TMT sector. Four and a half years ago, in late 2016, we spent the weekend pondering the implications of AT&T's acquisition of Time Warner. That transaction took almost two years to close. And now, just two and a half years after closing, and only 18 months since the hiring of a new CEO and management team, AT&T is set to spin off the renamed Warner Media into Discovery, effectively recreating the old Time Warner with even more linear cable network exposure and unscripted content heft. Deja vu all over again. While we are sure there'll be lots of talk of synergy, cost savings, and strategy today, Let's focus on implications for the broader TMT sector. Number one, vertical integration fails again. Back in November 2020, we stated our firm belief that the hoped-for synergies of vertical integration were fool's gold, as history has shown over and over again. In today's media world, focused scale is the only way to be large enough and nimble enough to embrace technological change and carve a meaningful space in a tech platform-dominated landscape. The 40-second clip embedded below says it all, from former Time Warner CEO Jeff Bucus, who sold Time Warner to AT&T. He explains the flawed logic of vertical integration of content and distribution in the media world. It's not so much a question of whether a, co- a piece of content or a content provider owns a distribution entity. Because frankly, there are and there should be and there always will be multiple competing content developers and providers. There will always be multiple competing distribution outlets. There should be. And that means by definition that you know narrowing either the distribution for your content or narrowing the source of content for your distribution platform is a fairly suspect premise, just to begin with. Number two, a necessity for discovery far more than WarnerMedia. If we had told you in 2016 that Time Warner was buying discovery, TWX investors would have hated it. In fact, the number one reason for owning Time Warner at the time was the belief that Jeff Bucus and his board were focused on selling the company, not trying to scale up and compete in streaming. Fast forward to 2021, and David Zaslav is the clear winner. The merger is clearly transformational for Discovery, taking an unscripted reality TV cable network group and adding in one of the largest movie and TV studios, more diversified cable networks, and most importantly, HBO and HBO Max with its aggressive push into D2C streaming. While Discovery Plus and other new D2C streaming services have added meaningful subs right after launch with a big marketing push, The multi-billion dollar question was how do you keep adding subs year after year? Was Discovery's TAM really large enough to compete long-term? Probably not. In turn, merging Discovery with WarnerMedia is a dramatic transformation, or as HGTV would say, a makeover. Zaslav gets to run a much bigger company that is far better positioned than the assets he brought to the table. Merging Discovery and WarnerMedia clearly increases overall scale, but it is not the type of transformational merger we were hoping for from WarnerMedia. 
We had advocated for a WarnerMedia NBC Universal combination that would have added theme parks to WarnerMedia and another film, substantial film and TV library, creating a company that looked and felt more like Disney following the Fox acquisition. Discovery will certainly give WarnerMedia increased unscripted reality TV programming to leverage on HBO Max, important both domestically and overseas, and maybe even more importantly, substantial free cash flow to invest in building the combined company's direct-to-consumer future. Not to mention, WarnerMedia being free of AT&T's balance sheet and dividend needs is likely a long-term blessing for everyone involved. With all that said, the transaction is taking WarnerMedia, which is in the midst of trying to pivot hard to -to direct-to-consumer streaming, and adding it to a company whose earnings come almost entirely from linear cable networks and who is also trying to pivot to D2C as well. 75% of combined 2021 EBITDA pre-synergies comes from linear cable networks. The optimist would say this is a lot of cash flow to invest in D2C efforts, while the pessimist would say it's awfully hard to lean into the future when you're weighed down that heavily by the past. We'll be interesting to see how management balances these two conflicting views. We suspect Zaslav will advocate a full push into streaming for the combined entity. Will shareholders and leverage give him enough freedom? Number three, what is Comcast NBC Universal's plan now? Following the Warner Media spin from AT&T into Discovery, the only vertically integrated content and distribution company will be Comcast NBC Universal Sky. We continue to believe that there has been no meaningful synergies between Comcast and NBCU that could have not been achieved on a third-party basis. Similar logic as to why AT&T Warner Media never made sense. Comcast investors would love a separation of content and distribution. Imagine if Comcast was willing to become a pure play broadband company like Charter, with higher leverage to drive equity returns. Its stock price would soar. The big questions now are, one, why did Comcast not take a shot at trying to merge NBCU with WarnerMedia? And two, will Comcast follow AT&T's lead and spin off NBCU and merge with another media company? Beyond Viacom, where the CBS network and its station groups are clear regulatory problems, there's no obvious list of partners. Theoretically, if NBCU is trying to bulk up its content creation efforts, it could look to acquire companies such as MGM or Lionsgate with stars. However, even the combination of all of the obvious assets pale in comparison to a combination with WarnerMedia in scale and scope. Number four, what's next for Viacom? The biggest negative created by the protracted management battles that national amusements faced at both Viacom and CBS is that the ultimate merger was delayed by three years. In turn, Viacom CBS ended up far behind its own plans to use a combination of Viacom and CBS as step one to building a far larger company. Now the question is, how do you even do it? Discovery was a potential merger partner, and now they will dwarf Viacom in size and scale. While the combined WarnerMedia Discovery could be a buyer of Viacom, they would likely be most interested in Paramount more than all of Viacom. As previously mentioned, that likely leaves Comcast NBC Universal as the obvious partner, albeit the network and stations are a regulatory issue that would have to be dealt with first. Number five, near-term positive for Netflix, Amazon, and Disney. A merger of Warner Media and NBC Universal would have created a juggernaut that could have proved threatening to the SVOD incumbents. Merging Warner Media and Discovery clearly creates a larger scaled competitor than Warner Media alone. Discovery Plus was never a true challenger. It also takes Warner Media out of the telco company, 
where its ultimate master was AT&T's dividend. However, it does not transform WarnerMedia into a Disney-like company. In fact, yet another merger and integration process is likely to be highly disruptive to the management team that has endured a pretty crazy last four and a half years, antitrust lawsuit, integration and layoffs, and a new management team. Injecting uncertainty in the midst of a global rollout of DD2C and transforming the film and studio business model cannot be near-term positives. We suspect WarnerMedia's rivals will take advantage of this uncertainty. Maybe the most important question for the new WarnerMedia discovery is how locked in the technology team is that's been built by Jason Kylar, who recruited the OG Hulu team and rapidly scaled its engineering ranks to work with him. Zaslov and the Discovery team have no real experience in building a direct-to-consumer company. The launch of Discovery Plus was, quote-unquote, new for them. The cultural and managerial aspects of this mega-merger could be even more important to success than the financial terms themselves. Consolidation needed to survive, compete. Finally, worth watching our recent APOS presentation, embedded below titled The Future Will Be Streamed, that spoke directly to the need for greater industry consolidation to compete in the escalating streaming wars.